from the hosts that brought you to Coding Westworld and Westworld the Recapables comes the Ringer Prestige TV podcast on Westworld. I'm Joanna Robinson. I'm Danny Heifetz. And I'm David Shoemaker. Welcome to Westworld Season 4 and the Prestige TV Podcast feed, where we're going to break down every episode of Westworld Season 4. Every Monday, the day after the show comes out on the Prestige TV Podcast feed. Wherever you get your podcasts, but get them on Spotify. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here, and you can bet on all of the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explorer page in the post and bet live same-game parlays for every. NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gambling. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen at the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 and up in President Select States. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive that sets the pace and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that throws you one moment and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Let's roll, baby. Welcome in. It is a surprise. Ring of gambling. East Coast bias edition. The boys are back in town. Raheem Palmer's here. Joe House is here. Yours truly, JJ John Jastrzemski in the house. Boys, I, I have 10 zillion baseball bets that I am like locking in because I'm going to be on the MLB Network later today. I'm doing that pregame uh, spread show, whatever the hell they call it. But after the draft, and all the insanity with Kyrie Irving, I felt like we needed to do something. So what's happening, boys? JJ, the NBA never sleeps. We are about to get to me. Now, now we're really in the sexy season. Even because we're, we're right in the mode here where big names that you don't expect, we start hearing interesting things. Some guys are going to land in some places. And, uh, you know, the, the scuttlebutt is is building, building, building all the way up till Thursday night, five o'clock. That's when free agency really gets going. The names on this free agency list are not like mind blowing, but it means other pieces will be in action. And that means maybe some opportunities for us out there. What do you think, RP? Yeah, I mean, this is an exciting time. I mean, you got to love NBA free agency right now. I mean, look, I'm concerned for your Washington Wizards, because if they give Bradley Bill to Supermax, I, I think you guys are in trouble. But, I mean, it looks like Kyrie Irving did opt into his contract, so we aren't going to see the chaos that we thought we would see. Yeah, but, I was going to hit on that, Raheem, because that was going to be the major domino that could have caused all sorts of insanity this summer. Kyrie Irving, let's say, going to the Lakers, which would then trigger Kevin Durant going somewhere else. And I know people all day Monday were talking about, all right, Durant could end up here. He could end up there. The betting markets for both the Lakers and the Nets were moving like crazy because everybody was trying to figure out, all right, 
well, if the Nets don't have Kyrie and KD, they're cooked, and maybe I can get in on a better number with the Los Angeles Lakers. But ultimately, it's tough to say no to $30-plus million when nobody was going to go and give you $30-plus million. So Kyrie opts in. He's back with Durant. And House, I know you can't wait to bet against the Nets. I, I Look, just because he opted in doesn't mean that they can't do the stuff that we've all been sort of uh, uh, wondering aloud about. If Kyrie and and the Nets management don't see eye to eye, don't come to an arrangement where he shows up and plays a majority of these basketball games, if he does what Kyrie has been doing the last three seasons, which is, now I understand the circumstances for each season have been, you know, very much unlike anything in NBA history, but Kyrie Irving has also demonstrated himself to be a personality unlike any in NBA history. So, I, I, you know, it's impossible to forecast where that guy's head is at, what his commitment is going to be. The team has laid down the law. We have an expectation that you're going to come play the basketball games. You, you exercise the option. We want you to, to play. Maybe he'll do that. Maybe he and KD and Ben Simmons will find a very harmonious uh, relationship. Maybe it will work from the jump. I'm not ready to buy into that. I think there's still some reasonable possibility that Kyrie Irving will ask for a trade, that the first 60 days of the season go down. He finds something that he doesn't like about how, how things are going. And if he looks for a trade, then I'm not g- going to you know eliminate the possibility that Kevin Durant will ask out, look for some other kind of situation out there. I think anything is possible with these crazy-ass nets because of crazy-ass Kyrie. See, I, I got I to gotta disagree with that. And I, I look, I know Kyrie has had this reputation of being a guy who, you know, is unstable. I mean, look, the Nets just reported. I just got a tweet just now. The Nets learned of Kyrie opting in from his public statement. So he didn't even speak to them directly. But I think the thing is with this situation is Kyrie wanted to play with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are best friends. So I think that was the important thing. But also you got to remember that Kyrie Irving is now in a contract year. So when like obviously this year he wanted to opt out of his contract, but I don't think it was a a shortage of teams who wanted him. It was a matter of the teams who actually wanted him. They didn't have the cap space to make the deal happen. So he's in a contract year. I think you're going to get his best effort with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. That said, I am not willing to invest on Nets futures right now. They're plus seven. There's plus 700. I still think they got to work out the Kings one defense. Plus I don't know what's going to happen. For what? To win a to title. Win NBA t- Way yeah, too overvalued. I mean, yeah, listen, if you're making that bet, I'm going to say it point blank. You're an idiot. Yeah. Let's leave it at that. You're an idiot. Yeah. If you're only getting plus 700 with a team that hasn't gotten to a conference final, that has absolutely no chemistry, that plays zero defense, as Raheem just pointed out. I mean, and they have Benjamin Simmons who doesn't basketball and God knows when. Does he like basketball? Is he intrigued by basketball or would he rather go and put on his his jumpsuit or or his nice T-shirt or his blazer or whatever the case may be and rock the Yeezys and the Jays on the sideline? Give me a break with Simmons. He's a joke. Anyway, anyway, Eastern Conference. If I'm thinking about the Nets, I am not putting them higher than fourth. If I'm thinking about like power rankings going into the year. And we'll see what happens. We'll see what moves are made. Some order of Milwaukee, Boston, Miami, I'm putting them all ahead of the Nets. Every single one of those teams. 
Sure. I'm not, put, I'm not putting Miami. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not putting Miami over the Nets just because I think the, the sheer talent level of Kyrie and KD playing, you know, 60, 70 games together. I think they're better than, than Miami. I think they, there's a lack of But are you going to get that, though, Raheem? Are you going to get 60 to 70 games out of those two guys? I, I don't know about that. I, I think I think, I think you get I think you get 50, 60 games. And I think but, that's enough because you better we hope saw, so. We, you better hope so. We saw how good they look. I mean, I, I know we're 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 selling on Brooklyn, but we saw how good they were together. And I, I think when, you give them. When did we see how good they were together? Not in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was not James, a, and it was with Harden. That was when they had the three of them playing last year. No, well, I'm talking about this year was. though. Those those two guys. Well, they, I mean, but they, 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 three they, good. What they have like three or four really sexy games. I mean, but they play, they, they play like 10 games. They play track. like 10 games together. So you give them a training camp, you give them, you know, time to get um, Joe Harris back. And I think, I think they're in the top four in the Eastern Conference. Okay. Okay. I mean, I don't think that's unreasonable, but again, it's just, th- there's too much uncertainty for me now to look at them as a team that I'm willing to buy in on. That's yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying on them, but this is still going to be a team who, with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant on the floor, they're scoring about 120 points per one possessions. Like, they're one of the best offenses. They're still going to be one of the best offenses in the league. So you get Joe Harris back. You, you got a full training camp with, with Seth Curry. And you, you got a healthier team. And then maybe they, they do something with Ben Simmons. They're still a top four seed. I just don't think I'm willing to buy them to win the championship or to win the East. Yeah, you you already know my position. Uh I just think there's going to be much more value on them to miss the playoffs. And I don't, you know, I'd like somebody to write the prop. How many games will those two guys play together in the regular season? If you set that number at 60, I'm hammering the under. I'm hammering. I can't tell you how much money I would put on the under. We definitely can't tell Mrs. House how much money I put on the under for, for, for that one. The only other thing I'll say about your point on, on Miami Raheem, is that if there's any franchise that that has demonstrated to us that they are not static, it's Miami. They got something up their sleeve right now. I don't know what it is. I'm not sure what they got cooking. But they have something up their sleeve. I bet Tyler Hero is involved because you, you 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 don't speak out when the godfather, Pat Riley, is sitting there and just you know sitting in the stands with his gray hair and everything, looking handsome up there and start talking about, well, I think I should be a starter and I think no, 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 no. That's that you don't talk against the family. The family. Uh, and also, I mean, uh, and right? then also the big thing is they. I don't think you want to pay Tyler Harrell to max. That's right. So there, there's some stuff that's going to happen at Miami. We don't know what version of of the Miami team we're going to see once the thing starts really playing out. That that's the only observation I'll make. All right. That's the fair. other one that you were talking up on the BS pod a few weeks ago, last week, whatever the hell it was, Raheem. And sorry if I can't remember the dates. They all blur together, number one. <laughs> number two, we had 10 zillion guests on the pod. So, I mean, trying it's, to it's figure the out summer, all we, three I mean, of us were on it and like 10 zillion other people. But anyway, you're buying in on the Clippers. And I know you talked about this right before we did the draft stuff. They go and get House's boy, John Wall. Now, now I think the family bet, fellas, has to come in. We're all betting the Clippers to win the title next year. Raheem, I got to back you. House, I got to back your boy, Wall. I'm in. I'm in. We 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 missed out on on any kind of value on that altogether, didn't we? Well, what's that price now? I mean, it was it was it was at plus eight fifty, plus seven fifty. It's down to plus six hundred. But I still, I mean, I think you look you lose a lot of value. But I still think that that line is going to drop when this when the season starts and you see 
this wing factory of Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, um, Marcus Morris, I mean, Terrence Mann. I mean, when you see how versatile they are, their ability to switch, their ability to score, hit the three, that line is going to come down. So I still like the Clippers at plus 600. Obviously, it's not the play that it was at plus 750 and plus 850. But I think this is one of the best teams in the league. They have the most line of versatility of probably any team you'll see. They're probably going to lose Hartenstein with the with the pickup of John Wall, but you still got Zubac. Ability to go small, ability to go big. I like the Clippers. Well, and, and Norm Powell uh, helps very much uh, to, it, uh, diminish some of that impact of losing Hartenstein, although Hartenstein to me is a hidden gem. I think somebody could take that dude and turn him into something for real. I love the way Hart- Hartenstein, his, his energy and his activity around the rim. But Norm Powell and Reggie Jackson, like, just think that's it's a complete basketball. Now team. You, you got Reggie Jackson coming off the bench. And I, I think the thing with the Clippers is that at least during the Kawhi Leonard and Paul George era, they never really had a true point guard. Now you got a true point guard in John Wall. And if he's just six, he doesn't need to be John Wall of D.C. He just needs to be 60, 70 percent of what we saw before. Um, he can push the pace, get them easy baskets. He can set the table for Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. I really like it. And I forgot, they still got Robert Covington. So they just have so much there. I, I love the Clippers. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida. We'll be in New York. We want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side-by-side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and empower what's next. Start today at empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. Okay, fellas, as we wait to see what's going to happen over the next few days, um, is there one particular angle, Raheem, that you're looking at from a future standpoint, as far as what can happen in free agency that you think you can get ahead of the market on? Is there anything I should be aware of? This is really tough right now, just because, I mean, I think the the, the, the KD and Kyrie thing really threw a monkey wrench in things. So I don't think we're going to see anything too chaotic. The big thing is that you really want to monitor where DeAndre Ayton is going, because I think that can swing things. Um, if I mean, look, if DeAndre Ayton is going somewhere like Detroit, I mean, you want to be placing all your bets on the Pistons to make the postseason, but obviously those markets aren't up yet. So I think the well, win totals. Probably, I'm going to like that team. Uh, you know, you yeah. got Ivy and Kate Cunningham. I'm already intrigued. I'm already intrigued. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a good segue to, to to rookie of the year. I mean, like, I mean, look, you got Ivy. Like, I mean, he's 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 probably going to be a star, but I'm wondering how much usage he's going to get. Well, this is the thing, I, and, and I, I'll just chime in real quick in terms of the dominoes yet to fall. The one team that I have circled, speaking of Aiton, and I mentioned, you know, the downside scenario 
on our gambling show, I think it was last week, that I, I don't trust what's going on in Phoenix. I think that ownership situation with the shoe that has yet to, to drop with connection with Sarver and what they're doing um, economic, financially, um, they don't have an obvious answer for dealing with, with Chris Paul getting older by, by another year. And it seems like Aiton's going to leave. I, I don't know. I trust Monty, uh, Monty Williams. I, I'm, congrats to him for coach of the year. But that's a team that I think is, is, is you know, could be 10 games worse than this most recent season. But let's, let's talk about these rookies. RP, you talked about it. You hit it. It's the usage rate. As you look through this, this list, the top six guys is Paolo, it's Jabari, it's Chet, it's Jaden, Murray, and, and Benedict. Any of those guys that you, you can project getting enough touches to, to, to grab this thing? I mean, I think it's Paolo right now. I mean, you have a, a Orlando Magic team which really struggles to score, and you got a wing who can create and score. I, I think there's a reason why he's at plus 300 and he's the favorite to win this award. I mean, like, I mean, you look at a guy like Jabari Smith, I think he's going to be playing on a bad Houston team, and he's going to have the opportunity to, to, to score and everything like that. But they still, I mean, they still have some guys over there who, who, kind of want their own you know um like so it's just like i i lean towards i lean towards um paulo to be honest with you well paulo is the easy call because of the usage because of the way he can fill up the stat sheet he's going to have opportunities on a bad orlando magic team i I guess my thing is guys where can we find is there any legitimate long shot value to any of these guys beyond matherin who i'm seeing at eight to one like a sharp or a Johnny Davis? Like, is there anywhere, Raheem, or House, I should be looking to get some serious long-shot rookie of the year value? I, I was prepared to make a case for Jaden Ivey. Um, he was 10-1 to 1 yesterday. He's dropped all the way down to 6.5 to 1. I'm seeing him 475 right here. So, oh, I mean, so. the odds I'm looking at. I mean, just, I, I, I'm in on Ivey. I love him as a player, but I... I I almost feel like we're getting no juice there. House. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm getting, we're getting no juice. I liked him at double digit odds. I, I the, the, the case to be made for him is it seems like he'll have the basketball in his hands every single time there's an offensive possession. And if he is that dynamic um, initiator of offense and playmaker, if we get to see that creativity, he might capture our imagination um, and, and, you know, shows him, him and Cade side by side. Could really, and they have you know formidable um, size talent. You know, I, I, Sadiq Bay really showed us something. I, I like Beef Stew. Um, you know that 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 Detroit team. We're we're all gonna I'm we're all gonna hit all their overs, and I'm also betting on Detroit to to make the playoffs. Um, but it, the value's gone now on Jaden, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you got to worry about his uses. I mean, obviously, you got Sadiq Bay, you got Kay Cunningham. You got a lot of guys over there. Um, so it's just like, that's the thing that kind of scares me away from him. I mean, obviously with Houston, you, I mean, Jabari Smith, he's still got to deal with Jalen Green. So it's just, I think Paolo is really the guy because, I mean, like their guards over there, I mean, they really need him to score the basketball. And I, I think we all know rookie of the year is basically about counting stats. It's about points, um, assists, and rebounds. And can you load up? And I, I think Paolo's going to be able to do that. Fellas, you got to explain this to me, Raheem, you specifically, because you're one of these quote unquote big time betters. 
what in God's name happened on draft night with the odds? They, they, and I wish we we took Paolo and rolled the dice and got him at like plus 800 or plus 10,000, plus 1,000 to go and be the first pick. That like shifted like it was Russian roulette over 24 hours. What? Raheem, did, did somebody clearly knew something in Vegas that we did not, my man. Yeah, I, I got some word from, um, you know, one of my former colleagues, Matt Moore. Apparently, there was a conference call um, with Orlando Magic, and I think it was, it was Paolo's people. And um, right after that conference call, you saw the markets move. And then Woods, uh, he basically reported that Jabari Smith would be the number one pick. And then the eyes went back the other direction. And then there was another conference call and then the Sharps hit it again. So there's clearly some inside information, some insider trading going down. Um, the one thing that I learned from this is that in an unstable market, there's going to be value on the long shots. So it's just like you could have found yourself in a position to where you could have gotten Paolo at like plus 1,500, plus 1,800. You could have gotten... Um, Jabari at plus money. You could have gotten the top three guys at plus money and pretty much put yourself in a position to where you had an arbitrage situation and you couldn't lose. So I think that's the thing to, to take from this and learn from going forward. JJ, did you make any money on the draft? No, I split. I basically ended up breaking even, which is not ideal, but it's not the worst. So you know yeah. what? I'm more angry over Patrick Cantlay costing me way too much money being at the Travelers <laughs> on Sunday. And let me tell you something. He is on the list. I will not be betting Patrick Cantlay anytime soon. Um, but, fellas, I got to know, because now the NBA season is done, the draft is done, the NFL is still a couple weeks away, you guys being the betting savants that you are, there's no vacation. I know that house. I know what you'll be betting. You're betting on everything. I, whether it's baseball, <laughs> whether it's tennis, whether it's golf, accurate house. You're not stopping. You're no, not no, I'm down. not stopping. I mean, no. this Wimbledon tournament is going to be wonderful. I just like to pick a couple plays sort of each day just to have a little action in it. But really, this is the time for me when my serious um, research starts for the NFL. And I'm going to start thinking about my NFL futures, both in terms of win to totals and in terms of, of player prop um, bets that I'm going to make right right now. It starts July the 1st. Cause we the had a NBA couple of great, let me tell you something, we had a couple of great conversations waiting for guys at the Travelers on the uh, on the 7th green. We were going through like basically every team in the AFC and the NFC. Good meeting of the minds with a bunch of my old crew. Uh, guys, it's funny, we all worked at FAN together. Now only one of the guys is there. So we're like kind of like all kind of doing our own like separate thing. Raheem, you would have loved it. A lot of degeneracy <laughs> right there. What, so what, what, what is your deal now for the next couple of weeks? What, what are yeah, we I'm, doing? I'm getting you ready know. to start doing some. I'm doing my research on the NFL. I loaded up my NFL model last week. so The model. I, mean, I love the yeah, model. So yes. We're, we're going to turn this thing on. Like, I mean, right now, we might as well give, give out a preliminary NFL pick. We're going to give out the Tennessee Titans to miss the postseason. At yes, yes, yes. This like is I'm, Raheem. I knew I loved you well, because I was talking up the Indianapolis effing Colts to win the <laughs> AFC South with old man Matt Ryan. I knew I loved you, Raheem. I knew it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, not knee, I'm not knee deep into my research yet, but obviously you lose A.J. Brown. I mean, look, it, it seems like they're going to turn the page on Ryan Tannehill. Like, it, it, this Titans team, they're, they're on the way down. I, I do agree with you on the Colts. But I'm, I'm, I'm starting to research NFL right now, getting my model together. 
Um, obviously, we're going to be doing some boxing this summer. But, I mean, besides that, I'll pick my spots in some baseball games. But besides that, we're just chilling and enjoying the summer waiting for football. Miami Marlins today, fellas. Remember I said that. Miami. Well, I want to ask, can, can we parlay these win totals? Will, will FanDuel let us? Because I, I want to see. Uh, we're, it's a family play that we're all on the Titans under um, for their for that win total. And, I didn't and, see win totals yet on FanDuel. Oh, okay. Well, but 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 we we you definitely can do ten plus wins. You can do conference winner, and you could do Super Bowl winner. The FanDuel official over under yeah. is not available yet. We're not up yet. Okay, but we're all uh, when the time when the market is open, we're going to take the Titans and miss the playoffs, and then I, I'll just forecast it right now, so you can listen to this and then see what you want to do. I'm going to try and talk y'all into a Washington. I'm not going to use the C word. The Washington football team over for their win total for this upcoming season. I think. I mean, they're in a lousy division. There we go. That's what I like there. They're in a lousy. I mean, you you know, a lot of the Sharps are buying the Eagles this year. So, Raheem, the Sharps loved Philadelphia. I shit you not. Every single game last year. Because you know me, like a lot of those spreads that seem too good to be true, I go the other way. So like they were, I remember like they were plus three or they were favored against the Chargers. They're favored against a couple of teams. It's like, what does what Vegas know here? Um, so I, I think the Eagles will be a very sharp team. Uh, we need, by the way, this is what we got to figure out over the next month. A team that is 20 to one or greater. The three of us need to get in unison and bet them to win a Super Bowl. That's got to happen. Right now, I mean, I'm going to tell you which one it is right now. It's the Baltimore Ravens. They're uh, 20 to 1 right now on. Uh, hear me out. Hey, hear me out. Raheem. Raheem. And I love the Ravens. I love Harbaugh. Well, Mar in the playoffs to me is the no. Guess what? I got enough. him. I got him at, at uh, uh, 22 to 1. I already bet it. I already fired on the Ravens. House knows. Look, House knows. I'm, I'm telling you. This team was eight and three last year, brother. With Lamar Jackson, and Raheem, then he got I don't hurt. Disagree, but what has Lamar Jackson done in playoff games? He shit himself way too no, many I, times. I, dude. I, 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 dis- I disagree with that. I'm gonna tell you why. Because if you look at that first, look at his first, no, his second playoff game, um, against the Titans, he they grossed like 600 yards. It's just they couldn't convert on fourth and short. The next, yeah, season, but the, but the Buffalo the game season, was awful, and, and the Charger game was awful. Listen. I like the Ravens. I'm in on them to win a division. I'm in on them over wins. I love the coach. Let me tell you something. Outside of Belichick, like if I could have a coach in the NFL, John Harbaugh would be my fucking coach. I love him. I think he is so fantastic. I think he is so smart. I think he's so ahead of the game. Like, he's amazing. I have my doubts about Lamar Jackson against big-time defenses in the postseason. That's all I'm going to say. Remember I that, said that? That's, that's fair because I, I do think he he kind of struggles to get the ball out places. I mean, that other quarterbacks can. But I think he's still an elite talent. And at some point, it's going to flip. I mean, they lost to a Buffalo Bills team with the best defense in the league. Good defense. It's, that's fair. Yeah, so it's just like, I mean, and they kind of had, had bad luck against the Titans. Otherwise, they're going to the AFC Championship game and they're hosting against the Chiefs. So it's just, I, I think this is the year where it turns around. I'm getting for football. Yes. <laughs> I'm so I'm so high. We're getting there, boys. We're getting there. That conversation right there has me scratching 10 zillion inches. So, <laughs> fellas, I'm glad that we got to reconvene. This is great. This was a pleasant surprise. I don't know whose idea it was. It might have been Raheem's. It was it the Podfather. What are you talking it, it about? It was the Podfather. Oh, it was definitely, definitely Bill. Got to give credit where credit is due. a distraction from too many Red Sox games. <laughs> 
I, I mean, all of a sudden, I'm getting Red Sox texts up the wazoo from the Podfather. You know it's that time of the year, boys. Well, look, don't rule out the possibility that once this NBA free agency, you know, we'll see what happens. We might be back here next week talking about, oh, my God, can you believe? And and should we you oh, know, fire you on some be. of these odds? The Knicks just gave Jalen Brunson two hundred million dollars, and I'm going to need to barf. That's what I'm going <laughs> to oh, need. Oh my know. god, that's coming. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, luck. the Podfather said that might be the, the worst sweepstakes ever. I've never seen like <laughs> teams just go after a guy. Like, I mean, I love Jalen Brunson, but he's not a sweepstakes type player at all. No, the <laughs> idea that Jalen Brunson is your headliner is not exactly what you want for box office and for. Uh, Dare I say championship success. So, fellas, enjoy. Good work by Stefan, as always. Uh, I don't know when we'll be back, Ringer Gambling. It might be next week. It might be Friday. It might be a month from now. But until then, House, Raheem, JJ, signing off. Be good, everybody. There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC Pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser, but I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com.